Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's almost Valentine's Day. It is. Happy Valentine's Day, Jillian. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. It's on a Sunday, which feels kind of, I don't know, religious or something. It does. It's a little strange. It, it, it doesn't feel like a Sunday kind of holiday, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't but really I guess know. you got to do it on the 14th. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Sunday it is. It's weird that it's like a Sunday holiday, but also it could be a Tuesday holiday, which it doesn't feel like a Tuesday holiday really mm-hmm. either. No, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It's like a Friday, Saturday holiday for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just make it like the second Friday in February? That would be good. Yeah. Okay. Let's like start a petition to do that. Okay. okay cool. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've had kind of a crazy week this week. We're sorry that this episode is a couple of days later than we usually have things out, but we had like a crazy ice storm and we lost power and it was like a whole thing. Yeah, it was wild. Yes, it was, it was not fun, but that's okay because the lights are back on and I still do know people who don't have power still. Um, Some of our friends still don't have power, which I'm praying for them. Um, but yeah, so we will hopefully get back on our normal schedule next week, but we still wanted to grace you guys with our presence. A little late is better <laughs> than never, right? Yes, exactly. Right. So, Jillian, what have you been watching this week? Oh my god, so we've actually been watching like a lot of TV this week. Nice. And it's like yesterday with no power, it was the worst because we couldn't watch TV. But we've been watching House, obviously, still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's still good trash, good drama trash. Mm -hmm. But we've also started watching... Okay, so I used to watch this show when it first came out, when it was on cable. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called Ghost Brothers, and it's these three black guys who go and do ghost hunting stuff. I've never heard of it. It's really cool. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's on the Discovery Plus app now. Oh, nice. So I've been trying to catch up with that since I watched, like, the first two episodes and then just kind of, like, forgot or canceled cable or something. Right, right. But, like... Yeah, it's really cool because, you know, <laughs> it's a very white field. <laughs> it is. I was going to say, I was just trying to think of like all the ghost shows I've ever watched. And I don't think I've like, I've never seen a black ghost hunter. I don't think I've seen some uh-uh. like ghost hunters of color, but never a black one. So like, that's awesome. And I like that that representation is out there now. And it's really funny because they don't really know much about like, witchcraft and ghost stuff they're just like we just got these fun tools and we're gonna go and look at stuff and so they'll be like oh wow wow like, you know what that's kind of cool impressed. i kind of like that because it's kind of like almost feels a little unbiased or a little bit more unbiased than the people who are mm-hmm. like it's gonna be ghosts it's gotta be ghosts and like have all this extensive knowledge of stuff so i like that i like the idea of kind of just going out and seeing what happens yeah so ghost brothers is super cool and also like their first few episodes that i watched they're in like kind of historically black places cool so like you know they're investigating plantations with slave quarters and i'm like you know they're the only people who should be allowed to do that yeah definitely it's it's always a little i don't know gross watching the plantation ones when it's like just the like white stereotypical ghost hunter it's Mm -hmm. just like it makes me feel very uncomfortable so yeah that's good yeah and yeah it's really cool and they do a lot of stuff in like louisiana and mississippi so it's kind of under under served spookies cool cool yeah i'll definitely have to check that out 
you know, it's worth a worth a watch. Um, other than that, fuck, I'm watching something else. I don't know what is it. I don't know. Oh well, it's gone. <laughs> Who cares? Gone. <laughs> So Megan, what have you been watching this week? Um, I've been watching a couple things. Well, we've been rewatching a couple things. I mentioned last week, or I've mentioned the past couple weeks, we've been rewatching Parks and Rec, but we also started rewatching um, season forty of Survivor, which aired this week <laughs> last year, which is crazy. And it's wow. like the, I know it's the most recent season of Survivor um, because of COVID. There's been no production of Survivor, and we are like going through withdrawals, so we needed something to tide us over. So we're rewatching season forty, and it's nice. Um, but then we also watched, and I know you watched this too, so this is something we can talk about a little bit. Um, I watched the uh, Britney Spears oh, yeah. documentary on yes. Hulu, which free was Britney. free Britney, and it was like, oh my god, it made me so angry, and it made me like fucking sick. I, f- it made me feel sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, fucking conservatorships are bullshit. But, like, I get why they kind of existed for people who, like, are actually infirm and unable to manage their lives. But, like, if you can hire a lawyer and go to court, you you don't need a conservatorship. Yeah, I don't. I it's it's insane to me. And not only like the conservatorship stuff, but just like watching all of the like interviews and stuff with her um, and like the media saying horrible things about her in like the late 90s, early 2000s made me like so fucking angry she was so mad she was treated so horribly like for no reason for being a girl other than that obviously that's like the biggest sin you can commit but you know yeah for being a girl who likes sex or has that image even though she was a virgin until justin timberlake which i would believe because she's from louisiana yeah that seems very religious it's it just it made me it made me so mad um and it made me feel so bad for britney i mean i've already like i knew a little bit about the situation but i didn't know a lot of like the more recent stuff that's happened and Mm -hmm. some of the more specific things so it was like pretty eye-opening for me and it was crazy just insane well then this will make you feel better uh (laughs) because her dad no longer has rights over her finances as of like yesterday or something yeah i saw that i saw yeah yeah i saw something on facebook about that which is awesome like at least we're making progress i don't know why the judge was never like yeah you know a third party's fine yeah i i don't i don't get it either yeah it was just it was crazy but it was i feel like the it was a really good documentary it's really interesting we got like kind Mm -hmm. of a lot of different viewpoints i loved that we got to talk to the uh paparazzi who got hit with the umbrella uh-huh like because fuck him and Iconic. fuck the paparazzi but yeah. um like for real and um but i also i loved hearing the podcast stuff like the britney spears uh-huh. instagram podcast which is incredible and i love that they were like they were the ones that got like the information and like really dropped the bomb like hell yeah podcasters do it hell yeah that's like my dream yeah. is to like get some inside dish on the duggers and be able to like expose them that yeah, is we my could do dream. like a six part Duggar series. God, that would—that's my goal oh, in life. Be so good. Literal, literal yeah. dreams. God, we gotta do like a deep dive <laughs> on each Duggar and watch their social media for clues. Don't tempt me because I got nothing else going on in my life right now. <laughs> I know you're just gonna be like you're gonna like play some lo-fi hip-hop 
for study break or whatever in the background since now you can't go to a Starbucks to record the first episode like I'm here in Tontytown Arkansas and I have questions (laughs) yes exactly that's gonna be me that's me in 2021 that's my vibe hell yeah you're gonna go like full I'm Phoebe Judge exactly I'm ready for it I am ready get your NPR voice on I'm yeah I have I have lots of voices so I can definitely do I have like a story time voice that I used at work that everyone used to make fun of me for and then so yeah I can definitely make an NPR voice that's no problem at all hell yeah hell yeah yeah I can do an NPR voice and I can do silly voices and that's about it (laughs) that's hey that's 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 better than most people I think probably (sighs) all right Uh, yeah are we ready? We're going to go back. So last week we strayed away from the Duggars, but we, we can't be, we can't stay away from them for long because we're back at it again. No. Um, and no, so, love those fundies. We do. We do. Um, and so we are on season nine um, and we decided to go ahead and split this one up into two as well. I just personally would rather like feel like we can fully talk about the episodes rather than have to like squeeze them all into one episode. And I mean... I have a lot of shit to talk, so let's just, let's just cut it up. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I'm ready. I, I too appreciate splitting up these episodes and I don't think people think we're going too slow. Hopefully let us know. Yeah. Let us know. People listen to podcasts that are like episode by episode breakdowns. That's true. Yeah. I think we're okay. I think half, I, I mean, just based on, especially like how long we've been going in the past few weeks, I think it's better to err on the side of we you know we want to talk more and so let's you know do more episodes over you know more time so we're gonna do the first four episodes of season nine today and next week we'll do the next four they're just so cringe (laughs) this whole first half of this season is just the most fucking cringing i've done in a lot of seasons it's a lot it's a lot of cringing it it truly is Uh, Let's just dive right in. So the first episode is called Love is in the Air. Of course it fucking is. Anything (laughs) says love is in the air this episode. Jillian, did you know that um, John is a pilot? He is a pilot. (laughs) He does not want you to forget that he's a fucking pilot and he will make it his entire personality. Do you think they can bang in the airplane when they fly away? Oh, God. That seems really dangerous. It does seem dangerous, but I, I mean, the Duggars don't aren't like really great with safety to begin with so it would not surprise me at all fair fair yeah but gross but gross for sure <laughs> so i loved how this season kind of started with all of the adult kids kind of talking about where they are in life what they've been doing just like a catch-up on their lives mm-hmm. and Jana was just like yeah i just help my siblings do projects and everyone else was like <laughs> i have my own life i have my own family and she's like yeah, I just helped my married siblings. <laughs> I know. Poor little Jana. I know. Poor Jana. She just doesn't love anybody because they're all trash. She that- has higher standards. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's definitely like good for her for not settling because that's one of the worst things you could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think Abby's cool. Is Abby cool? I like, think she's... As cool as they can be. Yeah, I think of the thugger in-laws she's one of the like cooler ones i mean the good thing about abby and john is that they're both like in their late 20s so they're like mature adults she's worked as a nurse so mm-hmm. 
she's definitely I think she's definitely one of the more well-rounded of the you know as well-rounded as they, these people can be yeah okay that's interesting yeah no she just struck me as not as insufferable conservative or insufferable <laughs> yeah yeah both of those like her just having a job in general yeah i think that and, the like, and- actually being a real nurse instead of a fake midwife like jill was and having like and waiting until not like settling and just finding the first guy you can to get married yeah it's definitely definitely a different you know side of it than most of the other duggars have have done so and we haven't really met any of her family other than like Briefly yeah, in these episodes, like, right. Just kind of, they ran by. Yeah, they're in a. I think they're in a couple of the other ones a little bit more, but we don't see like a ton of them. But they do have. A, I think they only have like three or four kids, like a normal yeah. amount of kids. And they were wearing like knee-length skirts in the first thing, mm-hmm. so maybe John, David, and Abby will not have little fundy children they'll just be regular conservative christians (laughs) i don't know i don't have a lot of faith in it because i've just i i just john david is like jim bob 2.0 he really is but maybe he doesn't want to have the same control that jim bob has so now he's got to find a new something of his own maybe but you are much more (laughs) optimistic than i am about it well i think i might just be a little more absurdist than you are because my immediate thought was all hail the plain god we are all (laughs) pilots in god's eyes that's the truth though (laughs) um so let's yeah let's just go and let's talk a little bit more about john and abby so they at this point in this episode they've been courting for a couple of months so you know what time it is it's time to get engaged no no ding ding without the ring ring exactly um <laughs> yeah i think I, rem- I i was kind of paying close attention to this because they this was the, the proposal happens like at the same time that ginger gives birth and ginger had her baby in like the day after my birthday so it was july 19th and um and um sorry abby says something about how they started dating on like may 6th or something so that's mm-hmm. how long their courtship was from like May 6th to July 19th. Damn. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> and they had like just they had like just started talking to each other like the date like a couple days yeah. before they started courting. So it wasn't like they'd been like thinking about courting each other. Forever. It's like, okay, guys, we really don't have to be jumping into things this fast. It's it's cool to take your time and make sure everything is what you want. But then Abby won't be able to pop out 19 kids because she'll That's have true. aged out halfway through. Yeah, she's, like, missed out on, like, 10 good birth-giving years. So she's got to make mm-hmm. up for lost time. God. Uh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm just just shaking my head at all this. Shaking today. my head. Shaking my head. <laughs> so in this episode, um, John decides that he wants to... Uh, call up a photographer and basically he asks this photographer to like plan the entire engagement it was weird to me it was like it was super weird but also i can see that 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 market probably actually exists yeah it it, uh, does make your instagram perfect yeah i guess wedding engagement whatever if it doesn't feel very personal though but that's fine i mean if that's what you want to do then whatever that's fine i mean when your personality is just plain that's and true. You say that to a photographer, she's like, "Okay, we'll do it next to Blaine's," and yeah. then it feels personal. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, but yeah, I loved that because when she was he was talking to the photographer on the phone, um, 
he was like describing the things that he likes and then the photographer goes well what does she like and he was like she she likes the fly she likes that i'm a pilot and it's like is that is that the only thing she likes does she have there's nothing else that you can think of about her personality other than the things about your personality that she might like oh my god i know i didn't catch that but that's that's john david it's john david for you let me tell you (laughs) Um, so basically she, this photographer was in Fredericksburg, Texas, and she like, the whole plan was that he wanted to like fly her somewhere, I think. And, um, Abby lives in Oklahoma with her family, Mm -hmm. which I, I mean, I think where she lives in Oklahoma isn't too far from where the Duggars live. Um, but I could be wrong. I don't really know. Yeah. I have no idea. They've never said exactly where she lives in Oklahoma. I don't think. Yeah. 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 And they're having their wedding. Yeah, they're having their wedding in Ada, Oklahoma, which I don't know if that's where her from, they're fr- where she's from, but that's where they're having their wedding. The plan is basically John um, is surprising um, Abby at her parents' house and like taking her on a surprise date, um, and tells her to like she, he tells her to like pack her bags and everything, um, and. <laughs> which like they're not going that far first of all i know did they stay overnight are they allowed to stay overnight yeah it was it was not very home? it wasn't very clear but yeah you'd think like especially since he was the one that flew like he can just fly back like that same night yeah know? and he flew Jana to san antonio like yeah i don't really i don't really know maybe he was just trying to make Sorry. it seem more <laughs> no i agree it was i'm it trying was to logic this out but i'm sure there's not actually much logical about it it's the duggars it's not logical it's not supposed to be no one's prepared we're just flying by the seat of our pants exactly um pants. <laughs> it has to be everything has to be pilot and here we go because the photographer sets up the um proposal area like with the marquee at this like airport hangar there's like a diner and it's mm-hmm. like a whole you know plane thing I know. tiny airports with one diner that people go to when they're not flying i yeah i don't really see the appeal but you do you i guess yeah so um john flies abby Jana, and abby's sister to the location of the proposal um I loved John at one point made a comment that said that like, oh, we're about 10 years older uh, than when our siblings started courting. So we're much more mature. And I was like, oh, gosh, but that is true. Like she there, like most of his siblings started got married like 10 years younger than him. That's crazy. Yeah. And he's like at a normal marrying age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's younger than us. Right. They were born. I think he's younger than me, but he's old. He might be. He might be in between. They might be in between us because I think they're a little younger than me. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, they are. They are six months older than me. Oh, okay, cool. They just so yeah, turned thirty-one. Mm-hmm. And Jana's still unmarried. Oh my god, unmarried. She's a little corn kernel in the bottom <laughs> of the popcorn. Oh, Jana. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah okay so let's let's get back to this proposal and let's just do it let's get into it abby Jana, maggie and john david all go and have dinner Mm -hmm. and they sit and they gad about and then he says ah we have to get up soon because the next thing that we're going to do is going to happen and she was like oh i wonder what it is and he just leans her leads her through the fucking hangar door and is like (laughs) ta-da yeah yeah it was it was not very i mean it's john it's john david so like he's not the smoothest in the world but like 
Mm -hmm. It was really not very smooth. But no. also, like, when you take somebody on a surprise date like that, like, you know what they're ex they're expecting it. Like, she had to be expecting that that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they're not, like, regular people where you would, like, expect to bang or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, we expect a proposal. Exactly. <laughs> um, <sighs> I hated how when he was, like, starting... Well, first of all, I feel like the actual proposal, like, him proposing to her, like went on forever and ever and he kept like mm -hmm. asking the question in different ways but not really asking the question i know he couldn't ever say will you marry me he's like do you want to fly with me yeah <laughs> the first thing he said was i wanted to know if you would keep flying with me and i wanted to fucking die when i heard that but I then know. he was just like talking about oh i want to spend the rest of my life with you will you spend the rest and it was just like will you just ask her to marry you just be like will mm -hmm. you marry me that's all you have yeah. to say and I mean, the only fucking thing that said, will you marry me, is the marquee that the photographer set up for them. That she didn't even <laughs> notice. Abby didn't even notice until after. <laughs> Which, like, how do you not notice this giant-ass marquee? That'd be, like, the first thing I would look at. It's lit up and it has words on it. Yeah. God, yeah. So I had to watch these episodes twice since one of our technical difficulties was my computer shitting its pants. Yes. Um, and, yeah, the second time through, definitely just skipped all of his reading off the paper where he's like, well, okay. Um, and he just pulls the paper out and it's like it says <laughs> yeah it's like <sighs> but also like I don't know just say something from the heart like you don't have to have a whole like planned speech just you yeah. know say something from the heart and don't make it a million years long it's not yeah. you know say hey I love you I want you to have my children yeah exactly that's because that's what it is that's all it is yeah, yeah. you want to raise some fucking babies with me right that was the babies coming out. Sorry. That was, yes. That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about the proposal? Um, the only thing is I think Abby is the first proposal acceptance that I didn't want to punch her in the face for. She was just like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's good. Yeah, she oh, was yeah. like a normal person when she accepted it. Yep. Yeah, instead of like, oh. <laughs> 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 I wonder who you could possibly be talking about. I wonder. <laughs> so the other plot line that's kind of going on at the same time as this is Ginger is currently 37 weeks. Well, at the beginning of this episode, she was 37 weeks pregnant. Um, mm -hmm. And and um, kind of as things progress, like at the day that um, John proposes to Abby, I think is like the same day that she was like do or something and so yeah they were like happening at the same time and Jana somehow had to be like at both so she was because she's like you mm -hmm. know everybody's mom so yeah. she like had to you know pray that Ginger could hold off a little bit longer so she could be at both at the same time and it's like yeah. why are we all depending on Jana let her breathe let her live mm -mm. that's what she lives for it's true Just I mean, I kind of get it. Like, just don't engage in any of the other drama. Just go about and do the things that you like to do. That's fair. That's fair. With your siblings. I mean, yeah, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But at the, yeah, at the beginning of this episode, Ginger, like I said, she was 37 weeks pregnant and Jeremy decides that she is he's going to cook her some spicy food um, to mm -hmm. in the hopes that it helps get her into labor. Um, and at this point, too, Ginger also talks about how she decided to change her birth plan. Um, and instead of going to a birth center, she's decided to just go to the hospital. 
which is really yeah, good because she said that the main reason why she decided to do this was because she's like seen all the complicated births that her sisters have had and it's really been like oh that might be me so maybe we should you know take precautions yeah it just took them like four births to figure it out mm-hmm. so yeah. maybe some people need to go to the hospital if they have possibility of complications crazy crazy thought to go to a hospital when you're having a baby i know um i know but the bad news is that the spicy food does not work and she does not (laughs) it doesn't work but it does almost kill the entirety of the tlc cast it's true yet he's like put the serrano peppers in with the garlic and onions or whatever and so they just start smoking and steaming up the kitchen and it's just in everybody's eyes and everybody's coughing and like ginger has to run from the room it was like the comedy of errors yeah it's like god no no i could not i am not a spicy person so i could not handle it at all i like spicy food but sometimes chris will get like a some kind of pepper huh. burning in the kitchen and i'll be like Ugh. yeah yeah it's <laughs> like it's awful Ugh. he did call it a medical meal which was stupid yeah like i get it but jeremy you're not that funny he's not funny at all I, you will not see me laughing at him once no god no but this these i think these couple of episodes maybe i agreed with him at some point and i got so mad when i was like yeah jeremy's right and i was like fuck oh those are words i never want to hear out of your mouth again i know i'm sorry you're, you're a traitor <laughs> i'm just kidding um or am Even i a broken clock is right twice a day i guess that's true i guess a broken dumb clock that's true that is the truth <laughs> so um next up ginger and jeremy go to san antonio for their midwife appointment and they plan mm-hmm. to stay in san-, san antonio until the baby comes which is good because this is i think i brought this up in the last episode that we did where like i didn't understand why they were going to san antonio because i could not imagine having to travel while like while you're in labor yeah. so at least oh, they yeah. don't have to do that at least they'll already be there when she starts going into labor yeah i wonder if they had already talked about like induction yeah, probably. And they had planned that. Yeah, because I think that's what um, they had said. They really wanted to avoid her going over her due date by much mm-hmm. because her, the babies in her family tend to be really big and that can ma- make for much more difficult deliveries for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. So the appointment went well that they went to. She had made some progress, but not a lot. And the midwife like kind of gave her some pointers that might help progress labor and kind of the, the plan for them was to like go home and see if anything happens and then if it doesn't happen they will get induced which is what okay. ends up happening because yeah. she doesn't make any progress but that is okay because so this episode ends with ginger going to the hospital to be induced yeah and i think this is the part or it might be very early in the next episode but jeremy says they, the tlc producers are like were you nervous for ginger and he's like no I want, i'm not anxious for her I'm just anxious for how I'm going to act. And I'm like, that should be the other way around. Like, yeah, no, you was doing real work and the other one was just trying to be emotionally supportive. Yeah. If you're going to be anxious about anything, you should be anxious about like the variable possibility that your wife could die in childbirth. Yeah. Or be just like, even just being in that much pain for any amount of time. Like that's enough of something that caused me anxiety. If my partner was in pain like yeah. that, you know, but again, it's good old Jeremy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What else can we expect from him? The only <laughs> other thing I have to mention from this episode, this first one, is um, 
oh, that actually Jessa, Jana, and Laura went to Laredo at one point to help Ginger set up her nursery. Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention that, but it was just like a real quick scene. Of course, Laura was there because she's always there when Jana's there. Yeah, she's going to meet Jana. (laughs) They're in love. Something's up. Um, Oh, and I hated that my really the only thing that I had to say about this part um, was that they like use obviously one of their spare rooms as the nursery and I guess they had Jeremy's jerseys like hanging up on the wall and Jeremy was you know like like complaining about having his jerseys removed which was like annoying but then they had to fucking mention the goddamn books in the goddamn closet books in the closet one more goddamn time I cannot handle it I cannot this man you put his personality in the closet you can't put baby in the corner like that. <laughs> Don't put baby in the closet. <laughs> Don't put baby in the closet. Oh, episode title. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I just, I needed to say that because I, yeah. they just need to stop. He just needs to get over that, I think. I don't think he ever can because Jessa wronged him personally. And now he will forever hate Jessa secretly. And resent her for yeah. putting his books in the closet. I mean, he's a white man. He's not used to like being having things go his not go his way. And so when they don't go his way, he does not forget. He does not understand. He doesn't. Because he cannot get over it. Why have you personally wronged me in this way? Oh, Jeremy! An attack! An attack on who I am. <laughs> on my personality. On me as a person. It's like if you put John David's planes in the closet. <laughs> He wouldn't do that. <laughs> or Joy's nature in the closet. He put Joy's smile in the closet. <laughs> Joy's joy. Fuck. Put Ginger's <laughs> crazy eyes in the closet. Oh, God. Um, or coffee. Coffee in the closet. Coffee. Yeah. Now she doesn't drink coffee anymore. She doesn't. Now she doesn't have a personality at all anymore because she lost it all. Now she's just a mother. She's just like, yep, that is her full-time personality from this point on. Congratulations, Ginger. God, it's so true because she still looked like she was a real person. And now she had all of her Instagram stories and stuff. Dead eyes. She's fully transformed. It's dead eyes with like the bleach blonde hair and just like. Stepford wife. Yeah. Yeah. She's like mommy blogger. It's bad. It's bad. Um, Yeah. She's one of the ones I think that is like, like seems to have personally like her personality has like changed since she's married and become a mother and like i don't necessarily know if it's a good change you know yeah 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 i don't know i yeah. can't imagine that jeremy is not very domineering <laughs> oh no i mean i could not yeah i i imagine it's completely yeah i it's his fault 100 percent, and i don't like him yeah. in case you didn't know um <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to episode two, which is Ginger has a baby. Um, oh, yeah. And this episode, actually, let's just get into it because it starts off with Ginger being fucking annoying and just mm-hmm. like being making really dumb jokes and getting all the attention on him while, you know, his wife is in labor because he cannot stand the fact that his wife, who is giving birth to his child, is getting more attention than he is. So he's making dumb mm-hmm. jokes and just like, if he were my husband... I would punch him. Like my husband is makes a lot of dumb jokes, but he knows when and where to make those dumb jokes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's the moments for jokes. Exactly. And, and I don't think labor, getting an epidural, having a very long induction is the time. No. Yeah. It's it's really not. It's really really not. 
Um, this dude hadn't found Jesus, he would have been a stand-up comic. God, honestly, I'm glad he found Jesus. They can have him. <laughs> yeah, there's no Netflix special with Jeremy Volo pastor. Oh God, no. That's gonna be like a new thing is like pastor stand-up comedy, and it's gonna be just him. And it's just gonna be him with the guitar. Oh God, like a youth pastor. Oh no. <laughs> no. Yeah, he really screams youth pastor. He does. He's going to save his little, like, scruff, and he's going to be a youth pastor. Mm -hmm. I get those same vibes from Ben, too. Mm -hmm. Someone the other day said that they think Ben is stoned all the time, and now I can't stop thinking about it, because he does kind of seem stoned all the time. He looks, like, his. he always has, like, red eyes, red glossy eyes, and he's just uh -huh. says the dumbest things. And, and he just... just Stuff. yeah he I, I mean i don't know if he is high or if maybe he's just like that's his personality he's like he's supposed to be a stoner and so he's just going to exude that even if there's drugs in his body or not he was a signed stoner at birth <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, all right <laughs> moving on Jana, thank god G ginger was able to hold off and Jana was able to make it to san antonio after the proposal for ginger's birth so that's all good um things kind of progress very slowly for her but she's kind of having a good time they're doing puzzles hanging out you know the whole mm -hmm. you know we're about to have a baby thing and watching this was so like watching anything nowadays is so weird because it would be so different if it were during COVID times. Like, they were just like, hey, all these people hanging out in a hospital room with this pregnant lady. And I'm like, Ugh, even though, like, yeah. obviously it was fine back then. Yeah. God, was it fine back then? Is this how we got so much worse? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to question our entire, like, fabric of society. That's fair. That is fair. We have not <laughs> been doing great. Like, it's not gotten us to a great place, has it? Uh, not great. And finally, Ginger ends up having to get an epidural since things are taking so long and she can't really relax because she's in so much pain. And like mm -hmm. just a couple hours after the epidural, she is ready to push. Um, and so she has the baby and it was like pretty easy, I think, labor. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than being long, but like the actual pushing, I think everything went fine. Um, yeah. They have a baby girl named Felicity Nicole and she's eight pounds, three ounces. Thank God she has a regular fucking name. Regular name, yeah. Nicole, I think, is Ginger's middle name. Um, and yeah, Felicity is just like a normal, normal name. Yeah, and a little bit religious, but at least yeah, like, but it's not like overly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's fine. Um, I hate. Okay, here we go. We're gonna. I'm gonna make another Jeremy comment. I hope no Jeremy fans listen to us because they must fucking hate me. Um, Jeremy makes a comment. She's like, watch. He's like watching her give birth. It just. I had a I had a more appre greater appreciation for her and a greater appreciation for my mom and a greater appreciation for women in general and I just like I can't I hate how he said that because I know that is not fucking true I know that is not yeah. true. No, he's just saying it because he thinks that's what you're supposed to say as an enlightened <coughs> man. Yes, yes. Uh. <laughs> like how I said that I had to clear my throat in the middle to like <clears throat> man, <clears throat> man. <laughs> Uh, Jessa and Ben show mm -hmm. up too, which is part of this. So they they weren't supposed to be at the birth, but they go and surprise her um, right after the baby is born, mm -hmm. I think, right? Or does Jessa roll in when it happens? So Jessa, I think they arrive while she's like in labor, but they wait until after the baby's born to actually like surprise oh. her. Yeah. 
But yeah. I did notice when they were packing up and getting ready to leave, Spurgeon was beating the shit out of Henry because Henry dared to t- play with a toy. And I was I like, Spurgeon! <laughs> I had that in my note. I was like, oh, Spurgeon's being a hell a hellraiser again. Here he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I noticed that the uh, and TLC is really bad at doing this, too, especially because, like, when the show actually airs, it's like, I don't know, like a, like a year after it actually happened or whatever. And so, uh-huh. like, by this point, everyone knows that Jessa had another baby. And in this scene, she's like, oh, I would love to have a little baby girl sometime. And it's like, okay, we don't need to be this heavy handed. We know you're fucking pregnant. I know. I know. She's like, I got baby fever really bad. And you're like, maybe it's because you're pregnant. Yeah, probably. In this episode, we go on honeymoon. Oh, yes. Lauren honeymoon. and Josiah. Yes, we can shit talk Lauren now and Josiah, but mostly Lauren. Um. So yeah, Josiah and Lauren go to Austria for their honeymoon, um, which like, as we've talked about before, they choose the strangest places. Not like, like nothing is wrong with Austria, obviously, but like, why would the Duggars go to Austria for their honeymoon? Like, other than the sound of music, which is what Lauren says. Lauren Lauren is like a super fangirl of sound (laughs) of music, so maybe, like... I can see that. Like, Chris really likes Sound of Music and would go to Austria for that reason because, like, Austria is pretty. And also, you can see where Sound of Music was. Well, no, that's fair. And I think that that's, like, fine. But it's just, like, a strange choice for them. Like, they could choose any, like, that's just a strange honeymoon choice, I think, for the Duggars who are, like, uncultured people, (laughs) (laughs) to say the least. Like, they should be going to fucking, like, Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're going to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yes, that's where I went. Are you comparing me to the Duggars? Yes. Okay, I'm ending this episode right now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> also, I hated how they were like in Talking Heads. They were asking all like the parent, the people, like, how can they enjoy their honeymoon? And Jeremy's what like, advice you have to make their honeymoon the best it can be. It's yeah, like, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And Jeremy was like, I don't think I they need advice on how to enjoy their honeymoon. And I'm like. This is gross. Let's just skip all this. Okay, I'm so thankful because it wasn't Jeremy who I agreed with. I agreed with Ben in this one. Because okay. he's like, have fun, eat good food, relax, you got it. And I'm like, it's because he's a signed stoner at birth. Yes. So I <laughs> so that's all I want to do on I'm vacation. O- too. I'm okay with you agreeing with Ben on a- very rare occasions, but never Jeremy. Yeah, sorry. God, fuck. <laughs> fuck Scared me there, Jillian. I'm so sorry. Me and the germ, nothing in common. <laughs> The first thing that they do is they go on a hot rod tour, which is basically like these giant go-karts that they're in. Yeah. And they drive them around and like look at the sights and stuff. But it was so funny to watch because Lauren was like so like obsessed with the car and like the car working and the brakes working and stuff that she like could not enjoy anything at all. She was just paying complete attention to the car. I mean, I get that. Yeah, I would, I would too. Out. Like, aren't there other cars on the road and you're really low to the ground? Yeah, no, it, I... I'm I'm like a I'm a paranoid driver in general just in my normal car like on normal streets so yeah no I would not like this either I get it yeah the only thing we'll agree with Lauren on yeah I get that um <sighs> so then they go to a diner that specializes in coffee even though neither of them drink coffee and so Josiah has to like stumble through an order even though like why you don't have to get something if you no. don't like the thing that you're getting, like just because the place is good at it, it's not a not a requirement. Like apparently they're also very famous for their chocolate cake, and like so, just get a cup of tea and the chocolate cake. That's that sounds way better. Yes, I'm um, sure they're good at tea too. Yes, 
Um, yeah, Lauren is just being her like stick in the mud self and talking about how not only does she hate coffee, which I hate coffee too, so I get that, but she the smell of it gives her a headache, so she can't even mm-hmm. be around it. She hates it so which, much. Which I don't know. Like I love the smell of coffee. I just don't like the taste. The smell of coffee is so. Yeah. It's just very warm. warm. Yes, soothing. Mm-hmm. It's a good smell. It is. Yeah. I don't know. Lauren's just picky. She she is. She's very particular. That is that is for sure. And it uh, seems wild too. Like, did she try the cake? Isn't she gluten free? Do you, oh man, she probably spends vacations like I do, just pooping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eating different food and stuff, and so you're just pooping. Yeah, she is gluten free though. She's I know that comes up in a couple different plot, yeah. spots because so is Abby. Um, so Josiah, the next thing that they do is they go to Salzburg and they do a Sound of Music location tour. Um, mm. and <laughs> I loved the part where they were like recreating the Do Re Mi scene. Uh-huh. Josiah was getting so fucking into it. He was it was like his time to shine. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Lauren really nailed it on the head. And she's like, Josiah likes to act. He knows how to act because he's just like, the hills are alive with the sound all over. He was born to be a theater kid. And I'm mm-hmm. sad for him that his, you know, his dreams will never be, never be discovered. As far as I know, wasn't Josiah one of the possibly gay kids from <laughs> the earlier episodes? Like when he was a little kid, they were like, yeah, I know he got sent to a, the alert camp twice, where oh, yeah. most, I think everyone else only got sent there once, which oh, wow. raised some alarm bells. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe this was really a perfect trip for Josiah, because he, he likes musical theater. Good for him. Hey, go, you do you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so when they do Salzburg, do you have anything more to say about the bike tour? Mm-mm. No. So then they go... <laughs> To the Leitner's traditional Austrian farm. Mm-hmm. They get dressed up in traditional clothes. Yes, I loved that. And oh my god, it was so cute that like because no one spoke each other's language very well. And I just love those little interactions where it's like, here, here's a goat, milk it. Yeah, it's like the most bare, <laughs> bare necessity like types of communication. It was it was really uh-huh. good. Um, Josiah continually calls the goat a he, despite the fact that he is milking this goat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which makes me question his knowledge about anatomy in general. I don't think he has a lot. I would I would guess. I don't think so either. Um, what does he think goat udders are? Like, I know he knows that they're like probably for baby goats. Yeah. But like, he like goat titty. <laughs> goat titty. Does goat. he know it's a goat titty? I don't know. He might think it's like he like it's like a a dick god like they have like four dicks or whatever that just like hang low and you just milk them milk the dick <laughs> oh god we really gotta mark this episode explicit <laughs> <laughs> this yeah i'm sorry <laughs> it's all right and, um, they decided to, to bring the milk the milking goats in this episode not me so they did and they like scooped hay and cleaned stuff and just did farm work which is cool cool yeah and then we get the what seems to be a a scene in every single honeymoon episode where they meet up with another family and then the family finds out that they have 19 kids in the family Uh yep there's one of those scenes here a classic somebody uh, makes a joke about michelle having 19 kids yeah (laughs) 
somehow there's going to be a joke there. Yes, always, always. I don't, yeah, I can't imagine, like, Central Europeans and Western Europeans, like, don't have a lot of kids. They usually have one, and, like, to have two is, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So it's so funny that they're like, yeah, 19. 19, no big deal. Uh, No. It's a big deal. It is, yes. So let's move on to episode three, which is Sleepless in Laredo. Ugh. Um, I, okay, so this episode, a lot of it was talking about, obviously, like, Felicity, the adjustment to her coming home and stuff like that. And, okay, the way that Jeremy talked in this episode made me so annoyed. He's just so fucking pretentious. The way yeah. he was phrasing things, he was, he said, quote, Felicity has sort of presented a barrier between myself and sleep. Why do you have to talk like that? He's like trying to make himself sound smart. It's also because when he says like at one point, he's like, I feel tension with her about this. Yes. In that same like section. And I was like, you're just trying not to say that you fucking resent your newborn. And that you hate that you're not Ginger's center of attention anymore. Right. Pretty much. Yes. But just a jealous daddy. He is. And uh, (laughs) he's just he's just gross. But I think in this episode, too, we kind of see that Ginger kind of goes is going through the same realization that a lot of her other sisters go through, which is that being a parent is very different than helping to raise your siblings. Mm -hmm. Because she kind of was making comments about how like, oh, it's like all me now. It's not just like I can help out with stuff. It's all my responsibility now. Yep. That's what it's like. Like when Joy was like, oh, Mm -hmm. wow, this baby's on me and you're like that's what having a baby is yes yes that is i mean that's um i think it's for these people who think that like it's just like what they're supposed to do they don't really think about like the implications of it before it's done yeah yeah i mean honestly it may be like an evolutionary benefit because like to think about childbirth before being oh, pregnant yeah. in like real reality terms you're like oh fuck and like then to think about oh god i've got to have this kid for like 18 plus years mm-hmm. where it's reliant on me like legally like I could go to jail if I don't take care of this kid yeah 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 I mean it's a lot but you you know it's yeah. it is good to but, be at least a little bit prepared which it doesn't yeah. I, don't know, I mean I mean not that they're not prepared but I think that she just mentally didn't really think through like what being a parent is going to it's not just like giving birth to this child you know yeah i think they kind of think that they're so prepared because they have taken care of all of their younger yeah exactly but they're not like they don't do the the mental work of sitting and actually like planning to have a kid exactly yeah um (laughs) and it's like fuck this is a shock yeah it's a lot of fucking work um oh yeah and then another thing that jeremy was talking really annoyingly about um which Mm -hmm. i don't have any direct quotes but he was talking about how his relationship with coffee is now stronger and it goes through this whole thing where he's like describing how much he loves coffee and how much he relies on coffee. And then like the producer was like, are you talking about coffee or ginger? And he was like, oh, I'm talking about coffee. And it's uh-huh. like he's trying to be funny and cute. And I just <sighs> would yeah. love to punch him in the face. Oh, yeah. Especially because then like ginger's like, and I can't drink coffee now, even though it's my favorite thing because it's not good for my health. And exactly. So now into it, and you're just like come on yeah don't do that like, have some solidarity thing or like when you're out you can order a coffee but like to like brew that shit at home when someone very clearly is like i miss it i'm sad without it well and then just like boasting about how like oh i'm even more reliant on it now and how would i get through it without this coffee if the other person can't have coffee it's just it's okay. a dick move total dick move yeah 
Um, okay, so I think that's all I have to say about yeah, me too. And Jeremy for this one. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go to Jana and Laura? Sure. Or yeah, let's Finn? let's go with Jana and Laura. Okay. So Jana and Laura are fully in charge of planning John, David, and Abby's wedding, which is wild. That is crazy. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I, I understand like having people help you and stuff, but like, why aren't you planning your own wedding? <laughs> I don't get it. Or like hire Smith's wedding planner. Exactly. Like, and sister do it. Like, I know she's happy to do it, but like, she could be the person who kind of makes it all happen. Right. Where you actually plan your own fucking wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's weird to me that it's just like, okay, Jenna, you can take responsibility for my wedding. We don't care about it. We just want the, the papers so we oh, can go bang. There's one thing they care about, Jillian, and they care that the theme is love is in the air. And that has it to is. be. Love is in the air. They will not let you forget it. They should get married while they're like skydiving. They should. And then nobody would have to be there. Yeah. That would be great. So, but instead, they're having a thousand guests. Of course they are. Um, and, um, Lauren is also doing flowers, which is like, why I just, it's weird to me, but whatever. Also, I, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, I also hate how John calls Abby Miss America. I don't know why it just like grosses me out. It, I, I, he's just anything that comes out of his mouth makes me cringe a little bit. But like, feels like what Bob calls Michelle. Yeah, it just it's just like, ooh, I don't know. I I would not want. It just that's not a nickname that I would want to have either. It's just weird. Mm-mm. And she's gonna be Mrs. America soon. Isn't she? <laughs> yeah, you better change that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, um, so yeah, John and Abby have chosen, uh, of course, in line with the love is in the air theme. They've chosen to have their reception at an airport hangar. Because, quote, I'm a pilot and she's a pilot's wife. Uh-huh. Again. And the best part about the hangar is there's no bathrooms. No bathrooms. I mean, hangars aren't made to have events in. They're made, you know, for planes. Not for humans. And so yeah. it's just, like, not only does Jana, do Jana and Laura have to plan this wedding in general, but they have to plan it in this event space that is not made for this which is like yeah there's like an event coordinator that has like 50 tables stored for people to sit and eat like, yeah yeah you're gonna have to source all this stuff no thanks no thanks no thanks um and the plan for them is to fly away on a getaway plane instead of doing the traditional you know car whatever of course um yeah i think that's all i have to say about that stuff yeah. for this episode yeah. so let's move on to well, I guess we've got Ben and we've got Lauren. And let's kind of let's enter. mention Lauren first since that one's real quick and then we can kind of tie in the Ben stuff since they all kind of come together. Okay. So Lauren and Josiah have found out that they are expecting because, of course, it's been like a couple months since they've been married and all of these Duggars are able to conceive very quickly. Um, <laughs> it is. It's crazy. So Lauren decides that she's going to make a shirt to announce it to the news to their families, and they are going to wear that to a dinner that is being cooked by the younger Duggar kids, um, mm-hmm. because Ben has become basically the younger Duggar kids tutor, which I think is really funny, because I mean, I don't really know who I like who in that family I would choose to teach the children, but. 
I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he's secretly smart and just really dumb on the outside. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's like a genius and has like really intricate thoughts that we can't even, we cannot even comprehend. But he's a brain mouth connection for him. Maybe. I hope. I hope for the sake of the the Duggar kids that that is the truth. Um, yeah, literally, I wrote Ben teaches all the Duggar children math. Parentheses, lol. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, that sounds great. Um, so the plan is they're going to be making a recipe, um, and so the the goal is to teach them like math skills because they have to replicate the recipe a million times because this dinner is for forty fucking people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also going to be going to the store, so they're going to learn, like, shopping skills and cooking skills and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they go shopping for their ingredients and stuff. I Did you have anything? In- I think Ben, like, because we've kind of been set up this season for Ben and Jessa, obviously, to have another child. Right. And so this whole part is where Ben gets overwhelmed when he realizes that he's very much outnumbered by mm-hmm. the children. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he did fine. I think he he is really like good with kids, probably because mentally he's not much, you know. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that is good. At least he's kind of like hands on with with the kids, which is more than you could say for I think a lot of the other dads. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he gets the whole thing put together. I mean, Jessa helps, etc. And Jana, obviously, because Jana, yeah, he's not very good at cooking in general. I'm sure. Right. They did get the kids all to do it without any noticeable injuries or meltdowns Mm -hmm. or anything. And they made food that didn't kill anybody that we know of. Yeah, that honestly sounds like a pretty, pretty good success story for me, especially with like 10 little kids cooking a dinner for like 40 people. Yeah. Yeah. And like me, like raw chicken and shit. Oh, God, that's scary. (laughs) Could have gone badly. Yes. Um, And so... Lauren wears her shirt to dinner and it kind of like takes everyone forever to see it because they're just kind of like casually talking. And the way that it was like her shirt had that like really scripty like Pinterest font that's like hard yeah. to read if you're not like really staring at the what it says. You know what yeah. I mean? Or if you're sitting crouched over or yeah. you can't, there's a wrinkle in the shirt. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. But they did finally found it, you know, everyone found out and there was just like an insane amount of squealing going on. Mm-hmm. Everyone was happy. And it was hilarious because Lauren says, basically announces her pregnancy while her mom is breastfeeding a newborn. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. That's that's their lives, these fundies. You so know, wild. Yeah, you're popping them out even while, when you're becoming a grandma. That's insane. I know, I know. It's a lot. God. But I guess we should just go on to episode four, which is called Love and Loss. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess we'll just talk about the cake competition for a little bit. Yeah, they're trying to do Great British Bake Off. Basically, yeah, like the big thing in this episode is they're doing a groom's cake competition. And like mm-hmm. the weirdest part of this is like it's to see if John wants a groom's cake. Like, why do you need a competition to see that? And also, like, it seems like a lot of work going into something that you're not even sure you really want. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, and these are all people who don't know how to cook cakes. Yeah. You're at specialized cake because it has to be gluten-free and, and sugar-free. Sugar yeah, which is like, because, wow. Yeah, that cake is just going to be nothing but stevia and bantam gum. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah like, it's like, why would you base you if 
you want a cake off of these probably disgusting cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like instead of going to the person who's baking your wedding cake and right. being like, hey, I really like chocolate cake. Can you make me a little one for me? And then like, sure, have a decorating contest and have one of your siblings decorate it or whatever. Yeah. If you want them to be involved. But I think it was just a TLC. Oh, yeah. We don't have anything else for this episode before the wedding. Yeah, it was definitely we need more like content for this wedding planning because that's the thing is we never got to see really any of John and Abby's courtship because it happened so fucking fast. That, yeah, like, and they did it secretly without telling the rest right. of the family. Like, he was just like, hey, this is my girlfriend. Yeah, so like they needed to have something. So I guess that that is why, but whatever. Well, every season we have to have someone taste something gross. That's true. It's going to be baby food. It's going to be bad cake. We've it's true. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a trope. It's a Duggar trope. Um, so the, the rules are the cakes have to be gluten-free, sugar-free, and, wait for it, aviation-themed, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what's the theme of the wedding again? Is um, it, uh, love is on the ground. You know what? I think it's actually love is underwater. Oh yeah, because he really likes boats. He likes scuba diving too. So oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rock bottom boat themed. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but okay, so like there are th- basically how many different teams are there? Three, four, four. Four, I think. Let's see. There was Lauren, Kendra, Jana, and Jessa. And Jessa, Jessa yeah. yeah. Okay. And Jessa's never made a cake. Yes. Um, and that was amazing because just she didn't have a mixer. She didn't have any appropriate supplies. Her baking powder is two and a half years expired. Um, mm-hmm. So she's going great. And um, she picked the recipe by typing in gluten-free, sugar-free cake and picking the first result. That's always the best way to do it. No yeah. need to do any research. Just whatever comes up first has to be the best option. Yep. Um, and her flavor was banana cake. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Then, then there was Lauren, and she was on a team with Josie and Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't really remember a lot. She was mostly just complaining about being pregnant and feeling sick. Yeah, um, super nauseous. Yeah. So then there's Kendra and Jennifer are on a team. Yeah. And they made the pumpkin cake, I think. Yeah, they made a pumpkin spice cake, and they said, "I hope nobody else is going to do that flavor." And then, of course. Jana, Jackson, and Tyler are making a pumpkin spice cake. Right. Well. Yes. And um, I don't know. They're all gross. Yes. <laughs> all, it was gross. Make a cake. Yeah. It, it was like every single team had like something disgusting happen with them. First of all, or not disgusting, but just like bad. Um, yeah. So like Lauren's eggs were all cracked and they were like in the carton still and they still used yeah. them even though they were cracked and like open and just like free floating and the frozen yeah. and it's like gross well, and then they cooked it and she did cupcakes and so they tasted one and it was just an omelet like i wonder if she didn't put any sugar Ugh. substitute in there or something because they just said it was eggy that's gross that's really gross um and then Let's see. Sorry. Um, my favorite one was uh, Jessa's because she was didn't pay attention to the recipe really, and it mm-hmm. said to bake the cake at 175 degrees, and she didn't think to herself that like that sounds pretty fucking low to me. Well, it sounds like maybe it's Celsius. Yeah, like th- she doesn't, and she was like, "What did she say? Why did they tell us this? It's awful. It's like because." 
America is not the only country in the world. And like most people don't use the same type of measurements that we do. So especially because like she was complaining about it saying, oh, you know, this whole recipes and weight measurements. And it's like, yeah. So that means that it's probably in a different. Yes, exactly. Like that should tip you off that like you should maybe check the other numbers in the in the recipe. But yeah, so they're cooking them at 175 degrees and they're not fucking cooking because they're cooking them at in Fahrenheit, which is not warm enough to cook a cake. And so, yeah, it's just a mess. Um, And then Kendra's team, like her cake just like falls apart when they Mm -hmm. bring it out of the tin. And it's just like a whole mess and Lauren is nauseous and she's very dramatic about it um I mean I get it because I am like I a symptom of my chronic illness is I get a lot of random nausea and it's not fun but like you don't have to just be like I'm just working on not throwing up I can't I'm gonna throw up I feel awful like you can just like you can be like hey I need to go sit down for a minute I need to go lay down or something (laughs) basically everyone's cake is disgusting because I mean it's hard to make a gluten-free, sugar-free cake. I feel like you have to like know about that or at least do some research first to figure out exactly how to do it because that's not – Yeah. Those aren't easy limitations. Um, it would have been great if like John David had said, hey, I like this flavor. <laughs> yeah, exactly, or given them any kind of direction. But yeah, they, they could literally do anything. Um, mm-hmm. So – it was so funny because like everyone hated their cake. They were all like Josie was like, I think we're definitely going to be in last place. And uh-huh. it was it was it was funny. Um, it was so funny. <laughs> actually, when um, when John took a bite of Lauren and Josie's, he said, I just prayed and I took a bite. I didn't know what was going to happen to my body. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. It's true. It's very true. Um, but they end up like giving some different awards um, for mm-hmm. the for the different cakes. So they had the best design that went to Jessa. The most original went to Lauren because they had like cupcake cakes. And because it tasted like shit. So yeah. Else. Exactly. Because they wanted everyone to win in a category, I think. Um, I think Josie did say at one point, ours tastes like throw up. Yes. That's great. So. That's great. Um, they had... Um, most difficult was Jana. Um, mm-hmm. Best tasting went to Kendra, and best of show overall went to Jana. Of course, are we of surprised? Course. No. If I had to pick who, like, just based on the teams from the beginning, I would have guessed that Jana would win because she's Jana. Yeah. Jana with two boys who won't help, so just Jana alone versus people in teams of three and four. Jana's gonna win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the worst part is that after this whole thing, at the end, John David was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do a groom's cake. (laughs) I know. Like, are you kidding me? They're already going to have to do, like, a huge fucking cake because they have a thousand people. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be multiple cakes. Yeah, you'd think that the easiest way would be to have, like, multiple cakes, you know, some different flavors, change it up. But, like, Mm -hmm. (sighs) whatever. Nope. So we'll get to the last part in a second. But the other plot point in this episode was Ginger and Jeremy brought Felicity to the birth center um, to see the midwife now that she's a few months old and get checked up and everything. Um, yep. And everything 
seems to be fine. They talked about Felicity's biggest blowout ever, which was disgusting. And they showed it for like five whole minutes. They showed it for it. a very long time. all over herself. We don't need to see That's that. Like, like the only life. yeah, the only people who need to see that are the parents. Like we don't need to like inflict that upon anybody else. It's their mm-hmm. problem. They chose to have the baby. They can deal with the blowout. Yeah, but on their Instagram stories, don't put it on TLC. Uh, yeah, no. And like Jess and, Jess and Ben were talking about how horrible Henry's diapers in particular are, which is like disgusting to me to think about. I don't know why. Like the thought of like one of your kid's diapers being like way worse than the others. Like that's not. not... I think it's because Henry metabolizes and uh, excretes the evil. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I do remember early on there had they when Henry was a, like a newborn, they talked about how he had some like allergy issues. So I'm sure that that has something to do with it. But yeah, I yeah. think you're but probably the other thing, too. <laughs> yeah, he's just metabolizing the evil because they're all born evil. But Spurgeon is embracing it and Henry's just pooping it out. Pooping it straight out. That is true. <laughs> um, it all just exits his body. Oh, my God. Yeah. Gross. I just don't care about other babies. Other people's babies poop. Yeah, I really don't. I don't. Like, I don't care about other people's babies that much. But I definitely don't care about their poop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, I don't know. The midwife's the midwife's baby voice is just so fucking much. And I just... That voice is so extra. She, I cannot imagine. Like, she, she... You know how many babies she must see, like, every day? Like, is she like that with every single one of them? Or is she just like that because she knows she's on camera? She's probably like that with every single she, one of them. I really believe she is. Like, just based on her, like, she just seems very animated and i mean that's great but it's just one of you ob nurses they are like that like they just want to see as many babies as possible every single day i mean i get that i get them um we get washing babies (laughs) that's my dream (laughs) honestly uh but i am not like a baby voice person and this she was like really baby voice and really extra and it's just like i wish i had that energy to be like that for anything i know i don't i don't have that energy i i don't have any energy I'm tired. I'm just tired. <laughs> That's like my main emotion right now is just tired. Oh yeah. Big and true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Felicity leaves her little footprint on the wall because they had like a wall of footprints, which was kind of cute. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, everything's good with them. I think that's all I really had to say about that. It'll be funny when the wall of footprints starts to run out of room and then they have to like hoist the baby up on a ladder and then <laughs> she comes the wall and like Yeah, really. um let's see okay so yeah the last part of this episode um and this kind of goes back to the cake competition stuff because at the cake competition lauren was not actually there for the judging because unfortunately uh lauren miscarried her baby like really like right after she kind of announced it to everyone um yeah i think when she announced it she was only like four or five weeks yeah she was it was like very early yeah, it is. It's like right after she found out, which I get like I get telling like your fa- like your parents and stuff, especially because like, I don't know if you went through something like a miscarriage and stuff. I think having your parents know about that and help you with that and, you know, your family oh, yeah. be there like that's important. Um, yeah. But I mean, it, it's very sad, obviously, but uh, Lauren is just a little too dramatic for me in a lot of in a lot of cases. And I think that because I've watched the rest of the series, too, I know that it's just like this is kind of become this is like her personality is like i had a miscarriage and it's very 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 sad i'm not like i would be devastated if that happened to me i'm not trying to downplay that but at the same time it's like you had a miscarriage yes but 
I don't know. Yeah. Especially when you, you compare. Like, probably have other children now yes. and you have grown up and you were 18. Yes. And it was your first early pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. Yeah. I think one of the things that bothers me too is that this is <laughs> a spoiler for coming up Duggar <laughs> stuff, but like Joy um, ends up losing her baby. I like, a, I think like six months after this or not six, a little bit later, but anyway, she was like 20 weeks along. So she was like halfway through her pregnancy and she lost the baby. And that yeah. happened um, pretty soon after Lauren lost hers. And I don't know. I just remember there being stuff that it was like kind of insensitive about the things that she was saying. Cause I don't know. Like those are just very different things. I think losing your baby like right away and then like also being pregnant the whole and like going through all the stuff and really becoming connected to the baby and then the baby dying like that's those are Mm -hmm. two very different things yeah when the baby gets closer to being able to thrive outside of the womb Mm -hmm. anytime it doesn't make it out it's way traumatic Mm -hmm. because yeah that they talked about how they like made a memory box for this baby and it's just like what what memories were there though like one pregnancy picture yeah I feel bad about saying this because like I said I and I hope I'm not coming across as insensitive because I think miscarriage is like one of the worst like I that's like my one of my biggest nightmares in life is having a miscarriage I can't imagine going through that so I hope I'm not coming across as insensitive but I just Lauren is just a very dramatic person in general like everything she does is very dramatic and it just grates mm-hmm. on me a lot yeah and I also like it really got to me when she's like, you know, my comfort is that my baby is with Jesus mm-hmm. and I may, may see my baby again. And I'm like, so you're kind of wishing to die at 18 yeah. because you miscarried a very young fetus. Well, and then she also says another quote I have from her is no one can ever heal from losing their only child. And mm-hmm. I think that that's true. But, like, I think that that, like, you saying I lost my only child when you, like, miscarried a week after you found out you were pregnant is very different from, like, having a child die. And Mm -hmm. I think that comparing the two and, like, I don't know, trying to get sympathy for it and, like, it's just, it was, it rubs me really the wrong way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of just feels like one of those things that's, like, a lot of women... I know a lot of women experience super early. Yeah, it's very common. It is like, I think a lot of people actually, it's a lot of people have miscarriages and don't even know they had a miscarriage because they think it's just their period because it happens so early. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, in a lot of cases, if you're not look actively like checking to make sure you're pregnant, you don't know you're pregnant and you just have a miscarriage. Yeah, you just think it's a late and a bad period. Yeah. Um, Because it's not much of a human yet in there right exactly not very well cooked it's just batter just so. batter baby <laughs> just baby batter just cake batter oh gosh i wonder if it's sugar-free and gluten-free i think just gluten-free <laughs> yeah for lauren just gluten-free yeah she can have sugar but yeah i mean it and it was very sad but i mean the good news is they don't have to wait very long before they have a baby yeah, so that's good very young she is yes she has a lot of child rearing years ahead of her for better or for worse Mm -hmm. but i think yeah i think that's the last thing i had to say about this episode yeah but um we're gonna stop there for this week but we will finish up season nine next week and we'll get to see john and abby's wonderful wonderful aviation wedding (laughs) 
yeah their naval themed wedding <laughs> and it's gonna be i'm sure it'll be just show stopping in in many ways oh yeah i think i got a little spoiled on it because i think one of the i think last season the ending episode was their wedding so i watched like the first five minutes oh yeah i realized it and i was like <gasps> oh no spoil how will you oh. survive how will you oh i know i know they actually went through with it i know right um Yes. But I think that is it for this week. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have anything that you want to say about, I think we talked about this week, if you have any suggestions for things that you would like us to watch in the future, please Mm -hmm. give us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us on all of the socials, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook at tvliterate. And we love to get messages from you guys there and you know, if you see any crazy like Instagram stories, send them our way. Yeah, send them our way. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you have any dug or dirt at all, anything, no matter how small, mm-hmm. I want to know about it. I mean, if you have any thoughts about the Duggars in general, like I just love talking about the Duggars. So feel free to drop them by. But particularly, if you have any inside knowledge, we mm-hmm. are looking for that inside knowledge. We are. We want to do the expo day. <laughs> that is my dream in life. Finding the fun in Fundy. Oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and if you guys like to listen to us and you're new here or you are a longtime listener, leave us a review. It really helps us get more listeners and find more people who want to talk about trash with us. Yes, because, I mean, there can't be too many people talking about trash. Yeah, we got to have more eyes on the trash. Exactly. Cause all of the trash collected from all angles we need it all mm-hmm. <laughs> but we will see you guys next week Bye-bye. bye bye